0: Steelers fans, your black and gold are getting ready to take on the Chicago Bears on Monday night football at home, where they have not lost a Monday night affair in 30 years. That was against the New York Giants. New O'Donnell's the quarterback. I still have not forgotten that debacle. But with that being said, really excited for the four and three Steelers to take on the Bears and try to keep it moving as they are now the sixth seed in the AFC and hopefully moving on up like George and Wheezy. Friends, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. I am the podcast producer at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And as always, I like to bring you this podcast every single week. It's called Have a Bad Week because that's my initials. B-A-D. I'm not looking to... uh, have you have some misfortune whatsoever? I just want you to be happy as a Steeler fan. And that's what we're going to do. BTSC decided they they wanted to add this to their great list of articles and podcasts. And you know what? They made one mistake. They asked me to do it. And I put in a little stuff about my life. I make stupid jokes as well. So that's definitely what's going to happen here. So definitely enjoy. Let's take a look at the week that was for the Pittsburgh Steelers and have a bad week together in the Berg. Sunday, 1031. It's Halloween. Trick or treat. Let's look at this tweet from Chase Claypool. Big-ass win on the road versus one of our biggest rivals. No better feeling. Four pictures of the team. He's celebrating. And I think Chase Megatron's little brother mapletron sums it up better than anyone uh they're not related but that's just fun to say the only glaring omission from this post after the epic 15 to 10 flushing down of the browns was baker sucks and yes he does indeed suck monday eleven one. 1 well that escalated quickly Andrew Filipponi from the Pony Express had this tweet out. Our excellent co-host on 93.7 The Fan. Tremendous NFL reporter Aditi Kinkabwala says that the Steelers are working to trade Melvin Ingram. Yeah, we kind of thought that. He doesn't want to be here. He doesn't want to be a part of the team. He thinks he's better than Alex Highsmith. i got to tell you what, I've kept a VHS rental copy of my cousin Vinny longer in the 90s than Melvin Ingram stayed in the Steel City. Looks like MI3 really does stand for Mission Impossible. Did the Steelers do the right thing? Yeah, you you have to. If you have dissension among the ranks, you go ahead and you take care of it. So, you know, this is a lost situation and they did what they needed to do. Let's go ahead and take a look at Tuesday, 11-2 trading deadline day. Well, that was quick. Melvin Ingram 3, we hardly knew ye. So Ian Rappaport was the first to put this out. The Steelers are trading Melvin Ingram with the Chiefs in exchange for a sixth-round pick. A sixth-round pick for a dude that played six games in Pittsburgh. I'll take it. But then again, I would have taken a bag of Arby's bacon. Not bacon, beef and cheddars. BNCs, as long as I didn't get stuck holding said bag. And it seems the Steelers didn't. you know They weren't going to get anything out of the guy if they had him sulking and not playing and being a problem in the locker room, which is a possibility. You don't know for sure, but they got something out of it. So they'll recoup a six-round pick from next year, and that's conditional, so that could change a little bit here and there. We'll see what happens. For those of you complaining that the Steelers should have had a backup plan if something were to happen to Chris Boswell, they do now after signing Josh Lambeau to the practice squad. As you remember, they tried to fake... It did not work, and Boswell got his bell rung. It was a ballsy play, and if it works, it's going to be awesome, but it didn't, and so a lot of people were complaining about it and saying, hey, you need to have a backup plan. You can't be without a kicker. You could have lost that game. What do you do when you potentially lose the third most accurate kicker of all time? Well, you go ahead and sign the fourth. That's what they got in Lambeau. This is Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert saying, "Yes, I would like to extend my car warranty." Jerry Dulak tweeted that the Steelers might not be done making moves after trading Melvin Ingram III before the trade deadline. They did not make a single move. And the Henry Ruggs III news came out today, so very sad news here for the family of the victim. Look, I'm not going to make jokes about this. There's no jokes to be made. This is just reporting the facts. Errors in judgment can incur a cost that could never be paid in full. Wow. The NFL has so many things in place. The Players Association has so many things in place not to be driving at twice the legal limit and going 156 miles per hour. So, sickening news, prayers and thoughts to the family. Wednesday, 11-3, Avery Williamson is a free agent after being released by Tennessee. Here's the question. Could the former Steeler make his way back to the Berg? He could. I mean, that practice squad, that's the way it's going with with players. You throw them on the practice squad for a couple weeks, and you see, well, hey, they're going to stick. We're seeing that with Taco Charlton right now. But with all the former Steeler linebackers ending up in Pittsburgh, we've got Williamson. There's Tuzar Skipper ended up there, Ola Denny, Bud Dupree. Even their coach is a former Steelers linebacker, but that doesn't count for this exercise here. You know, I wonder if the Steelers are just going to start making their linebackers wear blue in practice. Speaking of jersey colors, it's color rush time, and the Steelers have announced that for Monday Night Football, they are wearing their color rush uniforms, all black pants, all black jerseys, gold numbers and trim. I'm excited. The team is 6-1, and one, wearing... This particular getup and BTR, you know, that's Ben Roethlisberger, Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger, to be exact. He has never lost wearing color rush. Let's hope Mike Tomlin's never say never, but never quote is truly applicable here. In other news on Thursday, 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 Najee is finally getting noticed. Yes, Najee Harris, the Pittsburgh Steelers. On their social media has announced that he has scored a touchdown in every game in October. And oh, that's Najee22 has been named the NFL's Offensive Rookie of the Month. This guy's been overlooked on many a list. There's a list that came out last week with the top 10 rookie performances of the week. Najee wasn't on it, and he had 91 yards rushing. He had a touchdown. He was a very big part of that game, but eh, nowhere to be found on it. You know what? That's fine. Overlook him. Put a chip on his shoulder. Let it be big, because this guy could run with that chip. You know what? I'm thinking that maybe we should start calling him Heinz Pickle, because this guy is a pretty big dill. But um, bum but um, bum All right, let's look at Friday. Uh, Friday the 5th, Odell Beckham Jr. The rumors were there. He says Baker sucks. Hey, he's right about something. Set to be released by Cleveland, you know, his father was tweeting, LeBron James was tweeting on his behalf. There's dissension in Cleveland. So all this tells me is, yes, the Steelers broke the Browns again. Also on Friday, the injury report came out and Ben Roethlisberger is on it. Okay, that's not good. You definitely need this guy, especially... Coming up this week. In related news, the BTSC injury report came out. It was released, and I am on it. Because of all of this news, my brain hurts, and this team gives me anxiety and chest pains. So the right shoulder injury for Ben Roethlisberger um, was new. It wasn't on the injury report the day before, kept him limited. He was also limited on Wednesday, but with the extra day of practice this week, that's not really out of the ordinary, reported by Brooke Pryor. Other names on the list, Chris Boswell with a concussion. He was actually practicing though, so that's a big deal. He limited practice and full practice on Friday. BJ Finney did not practice. Eric Ebron was limited practice and Cam Hayward. Was a full participant, but he had an ankle and was on the list as well. Let's take a look at Saturday. Saturday the 6th. Well, it was announced that nothing to worry about. Ben is set to play on Monday Night Football. In related news, I am planning on watching the game and water is wet. Yes, that's everything that we knew that was going to happen, stating the obvious. Brooke Pryor, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Also, Jordan Reed came out with this tweet on Twitter. I guess that's where your tweets are going to be. And also this post on social media. 16 NFL teams in attendance for today's matchup between Liberty and Ole Miss, including Arizona, Atlanta, Buffalo. I don't need to name them all, but Pittsburgh was on that list. Why is this news? Aren't scouts supposed to look at top prospects like Liberty quarterback Malik Willis? Isn't that their job? The Steelers selected a player from the Central Virginia school before with their number one pick. That was tight end Eric Green in 1990. Look, I desperately want Pittsburgh to draft this guy just for all of the what you talking about Willis memes. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Gotta have that. What you talking about Willis? Gary Coleman, I never get tired of that line. Different strokes to the world. Yes, it does. Different strokes to the world. And if you don't know, uh, the great Alan Thicke wrote that song and was performing it. I think that is just fascinating trivia. If you didn't know it, Alan Thicke is a musical genius. Sunday eleven seven. 7 Maybe Jerry Dulac was right. Reports came out that the Sealers were trying hard to work a deal for and almost acquired Fletcher Cox from the Eagles, but the compensation was too high. I think the rumor was maybe a third and a fourth, something like that. They don't have all that to give away. Look, almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, but like a hand grenade, this trade could have blown things up in many different ways. Could have been good, could have been bad, but not going to happen. So it does not matter. The Steelers are hoping that Stefan Tuitt will be back and be able to play on that defensive line alongside Chris Wormley and Cam Hayward. Well, there you have it. That was the significant week that was for the Steelers mixed in with my black and gold musings. I'm sure next week will be full of Steelers happenings as well. So we'll have to do this again. So have a great week, but better yet, have a bad one. For BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, my name is Brian Anthony Davis, and we will talk to you soon, and go Steelers.